Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs, passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind. Because you're changing the world, one mind at a time. Hello and welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast, episode 46, the podcast for coaches who are looking for more time and freedom in their businesses so they can keep on coaching. Hello, and it's Gemma here with you today with our very special guest, Dr. Saher Rizvi. Hi, Saher. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Gemma. I'm so excited to be here. So fun. It's it's really, we're really looking forward to this one. It's It's going to be a good one. And I'd love you to introduce yourself. So tell us what it is you do uh, and who do you work with? Tell us everything. All right. So my name is Dr. Sarah Rizvi. I am a board certified neurologist and neurophysiologist and a brain health coach. Um, I've been in clinical practice for over 10 years. Um, and I am uh, currently doing, um, you know, a lot of clinical medicine and brain health coaching work. Um, I work both in the inpatient, outpatient setting, as well as in the tele-neurology world as well. Wow, that's very, very impressive. <laughs> and what about outside of, of all of that? What do you what do you like doing outside of your work, outside of your business, outside of coaching? Tell us about, about yourself. Sure, yeah. So I have... Uh, Two uh, little boys who um, keep me very busy. <laughs> They're really my uh, personal trainers. They, you know, uh, keep me on my feet. Um, apart from when I'm not running behind them, I, you know, I love dabbling in poetry and dance. Um, those are my big uh, interests. And I'm a big believer in keeping your life really full and experiencing new things. So that's what I try to do as well. Oh, that's, oh, I love that. I I didn't know that you were um, a bit of a poet. That's exciting. Yeah, here it's it's really, you know, closet poetry, you know, the (laughs) one that you write and you hide under your closet. That's pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. No, but that's wonderful. You know, you've got to keep that creative side going. So, um, oh, I love that. I love it. I love poetry. I am a writer. So, oh, I love it. Um, so good. And I guess how, how is it like what, what you do, how do you support coaches? Yeah. So uh, in terms of um, coaches and clients, you know, I love, I love working with them to really focus on brain health and how to optimize their brain health in terms of productivity emotional, social well-being, physical well-being, and really just helping them unlock, um, you know, their best life Mm. and help them live um, life on their terms. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. So good. Well, let's, let's get stuck into it. And we're here today to discuss and talk about how to optimize your brain health. So it's so exciting to have such a specialist here. Uh, and I guess let's dive straight into it. Tell us all about brain health. What What is brain health? Sure. Yeah. 
you know, it's a fascinating um, area and uh, brain health is really a complex um, area. It encompasses uh, the state of brain functioning across uh, multi-domains. So basically cognitive, sensory, social, emotional, behavioral, and motor domains. Um, so, you know, often we focus maybe on one domain uh, more so in our lives, such as physical health. You know, we may kind of focus on that and, you know, or we may focus on, um, you know, our parameters, you know, what's your LDL or what's your stress level, but really brain health is a combination of so many factors mm. and having the insight and recognition of what it means can really help optimize um, functioning. So it can, um, it, it's important to understand that it extends beyond uh, the conception of disease It's or the absence of it. It's not just that you know, I, I'm disease free, therefore my brain health is, is good, but it, it's really the holistic sort of approach, you know, what's your uh, cognitive functioning like, what's your mental health like, what's your physical health like, so really, and, and, it, and it exists on a continuum that can often range from, you know, a specific, so it really ranges across your life and it can change based on, you know, life, um, life events. And, and the idea is knowing how to navigate through that and how to optimize your brain health through every stage of your life. Yeah. Wow. So there's, there's many, many different areas of, of brain health by the, by the sounds of it. Um, you did mention just before, uh, LDL, was it? Um, yeah. What, what's so like cholesterol? Oh, right. Okay. So you can have cholesterol in your brain. No, what I meant to say is like, you can, like a lot of times health is determined by, you know, we determine a lot by numbers, right? Like what's your mm. blood pressure like? What's your cholesterol level like? Mm. And that's a, that signifies, you know, how healthy you are, or, you know, what medications you may need. But the idea is that brain health extends beyond that. So it's not just a number. It's not just um, what medications you take. It, it's much, it goes well beyond that. Yeah. Right. That That's so, so interesting. Um, wow. And there's so many factors that can determine it. Um, you know, there's no single factor. Um, it can be, but it can be optimized through actions across a wide cluster. So, you know, healthy environment, healthy food, you know, social connection, um, mm. access to quality health care. Um, and often all of this is interlinked. Um, so all of it is, is sort of, you know, feeding off each other and, the, and, and that's why it's, you know, that's where the importance lies. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, it's so fascinating. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious, uh, how, how do we know if we have a healthy brain? I'm just fascinated or do we not know? Well, I think that's a great question. I think it's a subjective yeah. assessment, mm. you know? And I think it's every, everyone's assessment may be different, mm. you know, like someone's assessment may be, you know, um, 
am I disease free or is my environment clean? Am I living, you know, sort of in a healthy manner? So every, I think everyone's uh, parameters are different. So it's, it's a very individualized uh, assessment and it really depends on, you know, what you want or what your priorities are. So it's very specific, but at, at a more basic level, I would say that it would be the optimal functioning from your perspective, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, yourself better than anyone else in this world. And knowing yourself, you also know, you know, what, what you, you know, what your brain is like, you know, so you can really assess, okay, you know what, I don't feel great. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've, I'm not eating well, and I feel like I'm in a brain fog or, so there's, multiple ways to sort of assess that and then um, sort of work on it. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's, um, this is such a great episode because I think as humans and business owners and, you know, parents and friends and all of the things that we are as humans, I think we think so much about, am I eating right? Am I doing this? Am I, am I physically okay? You know, is my cholesterol okay? But I feel as though we never think about, is is my brain okay? Is my brain yeah. optimized? Is my brain healthy? You know, so I think it's it's so interesting that that's probably one yeah. of the most important parts of our body, right, it is our brain. It so. really is. And I think frequent assessments and check-ins mm. are really great because you really, because I think what state you're living in has a huge impact on how how you're processing the world, how you're learning, um, how you're growing. So those frequent check-ins and sort of you know redefining yourself, I think, is is really great. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And I guess let's dive into um, a, another question like that flows on perfectly. Like what what is the importance of of our brain and our brain health in in our lives? Yeah. So, I mean, there, it's so, there's so many multiple kind Mm. of, um, you know, aspects to this. So the first is, and the first, the one that I see the most is from my perspective as a clinician, it's really about prevention and preventing the downstream effects of diseases. So, you know, things like dementia, strokes, Mm. you know, um, with an aging population, um, you know, we have um, dementia, you know, as one of the fastest growing sort of diseases out there. So uh, recognizing that a lot of these um, neurodegenerative conditions, uh, you know, it starts at prevention and the downstream effect that we see can really be if you worked on with prevention. So I think that's one aspect which is really um, reducing the incidence of disorders. Um, and the second is, you know, improving, um, you know, brain structure functioning, you know, your cognitive functioning, Mm -hmm. your social emotional functioning. Um, and then all of that can have impacts, um, you know, on, on the sense of well-being, but also it can have a lot of uh, social, financial, economic impacts, because the more productive you become, the more um, you can give to the world and get back and, and really just 
sort of, uh, I think it has a, a global impact. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so, so interesting. I love it. Um, and I'd love to ask you about a, a word that, that we hear a lot. Um, what, what is neuroplasticity? Please tell me. <laughs> yeah. So neuroplasticity, I mean, it's really a fascinating new idea. Um, I mean, well, it's not new, it's really, you know, it's just coming to the forefront more in terms of what our brain is capable of. And, um, you know, we, we, the old idea was that, you know, once you reached early adulthood, your brain was done growing and it's downhill from there. But really there's been so much research um, and so many experiments that have shown that the brain is really plastic. And what that means is that it's not hardwired, it's actually softwired, meaning that it can change, it can form new connections, it can adapt um, in so many different ways. The, so it really proves, it's, it shows that, you know, at no point in time are you kind of just, um, I mean, this is it, you know, the brain that you have or, what you're experiencing is it. Um, it. It can change structure. It can change function based on experiences. Um, and the connection between neurons can be strengthened the weakened. Um, the, and, you know, the more repetition of a certain action, emotion, or thought, you know, reinforces a particular pathway. So changing something as simple as changing a thought can often be the catalyst to change um, habits or form new pathways. And that's where, um, you know, it's it's so amazing that, you know, your brain is really very resilient. It's more resilient than I think people understand. Mm. And the process of making it resilient um, is, is, you know, is where, is what we have in our control, really. So, um, one of the most, so neuroplasticity, you know, at a more sort of, um, deeper level can happen through multiple different ways. So it can be through what we call synaptic pruning. So, you know, at an or through early childhood, uh, you know, there's a lot of synaptic pruning that happens, which is essentially removing any unnecessary or unused synapses and, um, that's one way. And then there's also functional reorganization that can happen. And that's, um, and that can be, that plays out in so many different ways. You know, we can see patients who have had a stroke and, you know, initially cannot move their arm or they have a speech impediment. And then a week later, they're moving that arm, they're speaking fluently. And it's just, it's nothing short of a miracle because mm. the brain has rewired, it's found new pathways, it's found new blood supply, and you've got this whole new area of functioning. So we see it time and time again of what the brain is capable of. Um, and, and And that really is incredible. And I think the more we focus on that, the more... Um, you know, more we can see amazing things happen. Yeah. Wow. That that's fascinating. I, I'd love to, um, without to pick your brain, <laughs> since we're talking about brains, about how can we, like the good news of, of 
knowing and understanding um, neuroplasticity in that way that we can create new pathways in our brains. We can do, you know, all of these new things, rewiring. I mean, you know, someone that that's had a stroke and then can do something a week later, you, you know, so the, the evidence is there that our brains, like you said, find new um, blood flows and do all these amazing things. So it's, it's so fascinating to know that our brain, like you said, is, is soft wired, you know? So I guess that's what it sort of means by the word of like plastic. It's quite, you know, move, moving and changing and it can shift and do all sorts of things in ways that we never knew. Uh, I guess what's the, as business owners, how can we sort of take advantage of of knowing that our brains are able to rewire and and change habits and and do all of that? What's what's some tips you could give us there? Sure, yeah. Well, I think I think um, you know, as business owners, you know, you're already you already have pretty uh, you know pliable brains. You know, you're already mm-hmm. moving in a lot of different directions and. Mm-hmm. I think really capitalizing on that, um, a lot of a lot of ways to improve neuroplasticity and neuronal function, neurogenesis, promote neurogenesis is, um, you know, uh, something we discuss a lot, which is exercise. You know, um, mm. either 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity or 75 minutes of vigorous activity a week really helps. Um, it releases a lot of, um, you know, neural plasticity factors, growth factors that help the brain um, develop all these new connections. So exercise is huge. And, and, and then you can, there's also so much research on exercise, what type of exercise, you know, if it's something that's repetitive and, um not so challenging, it, you know, that's uh, the other type is preferred, something like, you know, dynamic, something's more, you know, like dance or yoga or martial mm-hmm. arts, you know, that really helps build uh, and challenge the brain. So the idea of staying physically active is a big one, but then also keeping your brain active. So um, in really engaging in mentally stimulating activities, um, mm-hmm. It could be tr- something, uh, you know, like travel, going to new places. It could be um, just trying new things, a new skill, a new language. Um, you know, all of these things can really help activate the brain. Um, I mean, again, you know, reducing stress. I mean, stress mm. does have a huge impact um, and it can often have impacts. It ha- It has a big downstream impact in terms of what, you know, it's releasing and sometimes it can have um, inflammatory impact. So stress reducing techniques, whatever I think is the type that, you know, you like, or that's, that's the key to focus on. It could be meditation, yoga, deep breathing, mm. um, and then, you know, a healthy diet. Um, that's one of the big ones, you know, something, a diet that's rich in, you know, omega-3 fatty acids, antioxidants, these really promote uh, brain health. Um, and, and there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of data out there that um, simple things like try use your non-dominant hand when mm. you're doing activities, something as simple as that can, can really stimulate the brain. 
Um, making sure that you're getting enough sleep, you know, you're sleeping at least seven to nine hours. I mean, in our world these days, um, you know, we scrimp on sleep quite a bit, but that has a lot big impact on memory and our brain and its ability to really rebound and be resilient. Um, so that's, that's a key to, to focus on. Mm, wow. Um, and, and then I'm- I think, I think a big one also is yeah. finding a purpose. I think that's something that's so important. Finding that passion and purpose that keeps you motivated, learning something new, um, and, and that interests you. So that keeps the brain really, um, sort of engaged and interested uh, so I think finding something that really makes you excited and happy uh, is wonderful. It could be a hobby. It could be anything, you know, it could be anything that really just lights that spark. Yeah, absolutely. That's, oh, that's amazing. And um, <laughs> what I'm hearing is that exercise makes you smarter. <laughs> that is true. Woo-hoo! It really does. <laughs> <laughs> not just the body that's benefiting it's really the brain too that's really getting a jump start yes oh my gosh I love that I love that you say that because I I've told so many people that through my life you know and I'm like you know like why do you exercise so much especially when I do uh, intense cardio I'm like I feel as though my brain's alive and no one ever gets that yeah. I'm like, I feel as though I'm, I'm out my brain's like elevated so oh yeah so I'm not crazy <laughs> No, no, absolutely not. I mean, (laughs) movement, muscle contraction can release a lot of, um, you know, different, different um, chemicals. And, you know, there's uh, BDNF with that, which actually is a brain derived neurotropic factor, which is actually a fertilizer for growth of the brain. And that is released oftentimes with exercise. So, um, so there's a lot of data behind how exercise really promotes brain growth and brain health. Wow. That's amazing. Fertilizing my brain. I love it. (laughs) That's the best thing I've ever learned. So thank you so much. I love it. And I guess one big question, you did touch on it a little bit, but we would love to know how do we improve our brain health? We are all dying to know this. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of it is, um, you know, what we talked about that I think having um, a very sort of strategic and um, specific, uh, you know, idea where you're, you know, doing things that are new, challenging, Mm. and stimulating. um, And, you know, doing the the physical exercise, um, the eat, the healthy eating, um, you know, getting enough sleep, um, all of that, reducing your stress, really all of that will make a huge impact, you know, um, improving your health in general, if it's weight loss, if it's diet, Mm. um, all of that can, would have an impact. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I imagine it's it's so important to make sure that, you know, our brains are healthy and doing what they need to do because they're fueling everything, I guess. Our brains fuel everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so fascinating. I love it. Um, oh, so I'm so excited. 
I can't get past this exercise thing. I don't know why. (laughs) You're doing great with the exercise. So that really helps. Yes. And I love new things as well. So I think I'm personally, I do a fairly good job at making sure my brain's, you know, being active because I guess I'm, I'm curious as well that um, if if you're not sort of active with your brain, can it sort of, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the right term, but age. Uh, yeah, yeah, the brain can age definitely, and yeah. um, and and that is what the downside is mm. to you know a sedentary lifestyle, or having you know, or just not living an optimized uh, fashion. You can definitely have a brain that ages faster. Um, you know, becomes cognitively more slow, or you know, you develop more chronic diseases. All of that is definitely there. And that is what we are. I mean, unfortunately, we do see so much of it. Um, but it is reversible as well in the con- okay. in the sense that you can improve, you know, cognitive functioning, you can improve, um, you know, your overall health parameters and, um, and have a much more sort of smooth functioning brain. I mean, all that can certainly... And that's the whole part about, you know, life is that, you know, we're not going to have one straight sort of fantastic growth phase, you know, it's always up and down and phases and that's okay as well. But I think having, having the realization that this is where I want to be and this is what I want to do uh, helps. Yeah. So you can prevent like the slump. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Sorry, good. Um well, we're getting close to finishing up, which is very sad. Uh, but before we do, tell us where where can our listeners find you if um, they would want to get in touch with you? Yeah, so I, I'm at um, thebrainrewired.com. So that's T-H-E-B-R-A-I-N-R-E-W-I-R-E-D.com. Or they could email me at brainhealth46 at gmail.com. Amazing. I love it. Oh, thank you so much. And just before we finish, what's what's um one biggest tip I guess you can leave leave us with um to do with our brains, I guess. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the big I think the big one for me is that, you know, the brain contains, you know, a galaxy of billions of neurons. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we look oftentimes we look um, externally so often, you know, we're always looking externally like, oh, this is this, this is the big fix. So this is going to help. But the truth is, I think we really need to look internally, you know, we are in the driver's seat of one of the the biggest and most sophisticated supercomputers, you know, out there. Um, And really, you know, we just need to to understand that at you know you, it's possible to learn new things at any age it's possible to take up new hobbies new habits um and and radical new adventures you know it's really possible at any age of life and, and your brain will thank you for it and um you know reinvention is possible at any age so my best my advice is you know go out there live your best life uh, with your best brain <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here <laughs> it can't be better advice than that live your best life with your best brain 
<laughs> I love it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much um, for being here with us on this week, on this episode. It's been amazing. Well, thank you so much, Gemma. I've, I've loved it. I've absolutely loved being here and chatting with you. It's been amazing. Awesome. So good. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode in the Freedom to Coach podcast. Again, thank you for being here and have an awesome week, everyone, changing the world one mind at a time. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach, then check out our website, www.freedomtocoach.com.au. Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.